folks welcome to a brand new episode of train wreck tonight 239 sponsored by outlet liquor new york's only outlet liquor when you need to stock up it's the place to buy a case what's your outlet folks we have a big show on deck for you tonight we're going to recap the weekend it was a crazy weekend for us we had final four night at studio d on saturday rj night friday night wrestlemania and obviously the buffalo bracket we are down to the Elite Eight, and we have we have had some monster, monster upsets. Upsets, And it's Masters Week. Tiger Woods might be playing in three days. Here we go. You don't stop, you don't stop, you don't stop. You don't stop. Follow me into the great unknown, where pink flamingos grow. Diet soda falls and what you take magically regenerates on supermarket shelves. The ovens clean themselves. You don't pay the tab till the last drop. So we all ride for nothing because this train never stops. Folks, train wreck tonight, 239, sponsored by Outlet Liquor. Folks, happy Monday. It's championship Monday for some people after a crazy Final Four weekend. And nothing better than a 920 tip-off East Coast time. Right, DJ Supreme? Oh, it's crazy. I mean, for all those folks out on the West Coast who are clamoring about the East Coast bias for years and years and years, there's one thing, if nothing else, where you get the clear advantage, and that is the March Madness championship. Uh, what did you say? A 920 tip off on the East? Supreme, I'm pretty sure it's the latest tip off for any major American sport. Because you got what? You, so, the, so you get the Super Bowl at what? 630. The World Series is typically 8, 830. Yep. Uh, NHL Stanley Cup, 7 or 8. Yeah, you don't have something that starts this late ever. Maybe NBA Finals is 9, but 920 college basketball. Takes the trophy. In a, in a weird way, World Series is just as crazy because ba- baseball games get going three hours. I mean, average basketball game is going to be two, 220 with all the theatrics. Yep. But yeah, you always remember the first time that you fell asleep in the middle of a national championship basketball game because going up there, you're always old enough, you're always old enough, and you, you know, you just want to watch the whole game. And then for me, it was 2014, Kentucky, UConn. I fell asleep, I woke up, and uh, I think UConn was cutting down the nets. Yeah, uh, we always give my brother shit when he went to bed for uh, Villanova, North Carolina. Uh, with that game, I, and I, I jumped. Tucked, was tucked? 
talked was talked. And I jumped on the bar at Clarence Bowling Academy that night that happened. And Slick Slick was not too happy with me. Let's put it that way. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, that was crazy. I remember a few years back planning out an, uh, a work event that ended out. It was like a big dinner that ended really late. And it was like I was working on it all day. I was over at the, the venue all day long. And the, the event wraps up at like 10 o'clock. It was like, oh, yeah, it was the – um. It was when Virginia won the national championship. What was it, 2018, 2019? Yep. Something like that. But one of those two years, and I like we were wrapping up the event. It was like, oh, yeah, Virginia is up at the half. <laughs> or something like someone gave like a first half update. And I was like, what? I was like, yeah. it's 10, 10, 15. I was like, I might, I might be able to sneak home to watch the end of this game. It's incredible. It was incredible. So, yeah, it's uh, the West Coast. I, I think, you know, there, there's an East Coast bias for a lot of things. Mm-hmm just based on, you know, the market. But if you're living in Arizona, California, Nevada, you know, in the, in the Pacific Northwest, you really have it made when it comes to watching all types of sports. Like, you know, it, when you think of NFL season, you'd start your day at 10 a.m. roughly, and it would end at, what, 8.30? Sunday night football, kicking yeah. off at 5.30, ends at 8.30, and you're in bed plenty rested for Monday. So, you know. Yeah. It's a West Coast. It might not be a bias anymore. No, not at all. I mean, talk about. I mean, every weekend you feel like like sports weekends are just nuts. There's always something going on. I mean, this weekend I saw a post by a Tailgate Beers today with Pat McAfee laying on the floor chugging that beer from uh, what that was going down last night. But next week, this weekend coming up, two Sabres games, the Masters with potentially Tiger Woods teeing off Thursday morning, UFC 273. That fight card is going to be insane for Saturday night. You got F1 Australian. You got English Premier League soccer. The big one on Sunday morning, Man City Liverpool. To take to pretty much, I mean, whoever wins that game, you're in the driver's seat to win the Premier League. And then you got MLB opening day Thursday. So baseball all weekend, Frozen Four. I mean, it's going to be an awesome weekend. But let's get into it. We have an update for the Buffalo bracket for you, folks. We are down to the Elite Eight Maniac. Lots going on in these matchups over the past four days. What surprised you the most? And I think we all know what you're going to say. <laughs> I mean, Chicken Wings losing. Yeah, it was a heck of a rally by the West Seneca Police, but that's why it's the Buffalo bracket. That's not why it's real-life gladiator deathmatch. You got people questioning, like, how did this happen? It's social media, people. We're monitoring. We got the integrity committed on committee on here 24-7, making sure there's no, you know, uh, sketchy fluctuation for the votes. And so far, everything has been above par. I mean, I'd say... Even the drive-in, with them being up to the Elite Eight, they, they still haven't surpassed their vote totals from last year. So you have to wonder if they still have that in the chamber. They'll need it from the way on in from where they're at. But, yeah, it's very interesting. Uh, obviously, the biggest surprise, West Seneca, please, taking out Wings. Would have been a great matchup, Wings versus Rick Jenner right after this week. But now it's an even better matchup. You have the hot West Seneca, police against Rick Jenner, who just – I mean, did you see him retweet the meme today? Oh, no, yeah. yeah, that's what you were saying. Or yeah. on the uh, on the Instagram story. Yep. Or yes, Rick RJ putting up the meme on his own story, an Instagram account that I, I I hand up. I didn't even know he had until today, but he's he's styling on Jack Eichel with with the the meme that's been going around about Eichel saying that oh it's the loudest he'd ever heard the building right underneath it is a face of RJ with a big smile saying hold my beer kid, oh my goodness, yep I, there I, it is. 
I you mean, never know. It, it the, could be cu- cupcake. Could be running that Instagram. <laughs> cupcake could be running. That's that's why it's so funny. But yeah, you know, it's funny because again, you're right, Supreme. Like that account. I feel like Bill, like Sabres fans, do not know about that account because Brother Bill put me on that account like a month ago, and I didn't know about it. But but he's just putting selfies up there and being like crazy. I, I'm sure the Sabres wanted him to do it for it being like his last year or something, but. It's very, yeah. like, it's amazing that he literally shared that. It's so ruthless. It's just, it's one of those moves, like, you know, uh, like when Michael Scott's drinking the, uh, like, the booze when he when he gives his two weeks. It's something you only do when you're on your way out. Yep. Yeah, that's right. And it's, it, it, and you wonder who has, who who is really running that account? Because there's no way it's RJ. RJ is, I, I don't know, he's like, he has an Instagram now. He has, he's on, he's been on Cameo for a little while. I know that. And. You know, it's interesting to see someone who's so old school and just like a, a, a fixture in the Buffalo sports community like that, been around doing it over 50 years, getting involved with some of these new technologies. Like what's next? The TikTok for RJ TikTok in his retirement? I don't know. But yeah, it's a huge shocker, uh, as both of you had mentioned, with West Seneca Police Twitter knocking off chicken wings. And I think there are a lot of people with the update that was coming through with the elite eight today when we posted that this late this morning where people, people maybe, maybe didn't see the poll or, you know, we're caught up with some weekend plans. They were like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. Chicken wings lost to West Seneca police Twitter. And it was just crazy to see truly the, the like a historic comeback in the sense that when, when we left for RJ night on Friday, I, the, when I was tracking that poll, it was 88, 12 chicken wings with 600 votes cast. West Seneca Police Twitter was nowhere to be found, you know, in terms of interacting with the poll itself. Then I think we like just before the game, they had sent out sort of a pity quote tweet in terms of like, you know, if you could send us a sympathy vote, you know, we understand who we're up against type thing. Mm-hmm. And then slowly they started creeping back Friday night. They're they're closing the margin. And then Saturday morning, wake up. First thing I did was check that poll. And then the next thing I did was text to Jenner and Hale because it was only 51-49 of a lead for chicken wings, and then West Seneca Police Twitter ended up getting it done 52-48. Um, it, was, it was truly an insane comeback, of a Frank Reich-type comeback uh, for West Seneca Police Twitter. And, you know, there, it, you'd think it might be, get easier once you get past a one seed, a former champion like chicken wings, but then, then you got Rich Enneretta, who's, you know, as relevant and as hot as ever right now. So. Crazy stuff going on out of the North Towns region. We're going to kick it down to the Niagara Frontier here as well. Um, I think Maniac, you had alluded to it with transit driving, uh, getting it done. You know, it, it, it appears that they're uh, channeling their inner, uh, you know, Happy Gilmore with the Masters coming up, uh, saying that they have uh, Chubbs as their coach, talking about saving Grandma uh, from the retirement home. That's their, uh, that's their shtick this year. They cleaned up local breweries pretty handily. Um, I think it was about a 72-28, if I remember correctly, on the matchup there. It was really never close. Transit driving pulled away early and kept their lead throughout. Um, oh, we also have a comment coming in uh, as far as, you know, uh, I believe it was well, the final chance for RJ to capture the championship, meaning he needs to strike while the iron's hot. I have to agree. I mean, with – with RJ, you know, if he if he truly retires and rides off into the sunset at the end of this season, that this this will be it for him. So, I think with um, 
you know, RJ, he's as hot as ever, as I just said. Uh, definitely, definitely pulling for him after RJ Knight and being there in person, which we'll get into in a little bit. But uh, summer weather barely squeaks by Loganberry. Loganberry knocking off Howard, picking the Bills, then giving a tough, tough run to summer weather. I guess I just had, I had underestimated personally, Al, yeah. how popular Loganberry could be. Uh, you know, thousands, thousands of votes cast for Loganberry. No, no social media boost. No, none, none of that. Just people, people genuinely love Loganberry. Yeah, no, I mean, I had people, multiple people at the Sabres game even, even come up to me and last night at the at the housewarming party that said, you know, how the heck did you know Loganberry take out Howard picks the Bills, especially with that social media presence with Howard and WGR, and then yeah, keeping it close with summertime weather. People in Buffalo, you're telling me you'd rather have Loganberry than our summertime weather, which makes absolutely no sense. And now you have Transit Driving, which arguably has the best social media presence of anyone we have in the bracket taking on something that doesn't have it. So, you know, I, I think transit driving has got to be minus 250 minus 300 easy in this matchup against summertime weather to move on to the final four. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, Miniac, I don't know what your take is on this, but my rationale, at least for summertime weather and transit drive-in is that nobody wants to go to the drive-in in the wintertime. So, like, without summertime weather, there is no transit driving. So, I don't know. Maniac, what's your take on this Elite Eight matchup on the Niagara Frontier? Yeah, it's very difficult. I, I see your logic a thousand percent. I mean, if you don't have warm weather, the, the driving's going to struggle. They did pull off some some underdog uh, feats in the in the fall and winter a couple of years back, airing those uh, UB and Bills games, obviously. So, they had a little, a little ground to stand on there. But, yeah, I mean – Transit driving, it's the same deal with the West Seneca Police. Right now, there's, you know, eight entities, and we'll get into the other regions that are still around here. But the two with the most underlying network of followings are the West Seneca Police and the drive-in, which both have huge Facebook followings. They share the links there. So it's very interesting because you see these people, and I say these people, our followers, our loving audience, our listeners, our, uh, our train passengers who are seeing this for the first time and they're like, what is happening? And obviously, you know, us more experienced bracket gurus know. But yes, I think that honestly, this is a great dream situation for the transit drive-in. Nobody is going to be rallying summer weather. There's not going to be any account to tag. There's not going to be anything yep. to be nowhere for the, for summer weather to hide and transit drive-in will likely move on to the 70-30 victory. Yeah, and it's crazy to me too that, guys, you you know I'm not the, I'm not the biggest beer guy, but – for transit driving to beat local breweries, like come on. I mean, I get it. It's local breweries. You can't, from a social media perspective, you're not going to have every brewery in Buffalo retweeting the same vote for us, whatever. But like, still, that's pretty crazy to me. I had, yeah. that they that breweries loses. I don't know. Well, yeah, and a shout out to our friends over at uh, what was it, WGRZ, who had their own local breweries bracket this year, and apparently they. They got, you know, some some great votership, some great viewership on their own bracket. 16 different places. Um, can't, I, I, I believe, shockingly, Pearl Street might have taken the championship in that. But when you have 16 different options all combined into one in the in, in our Trainwreck Sports Best of Buffalo bracket at the one seed local breweries, I was shocked about that too, Al, because as, as an IPA, uh, you know, a connoisseur myself, uh, many, many others on the train are – the exact same way that was it was it was shocking to see the margin of victory not necessarily yeah. that transit driving gets it done but the margin of victory shocking for sure yeah so wanted to kick it over here to the south towns region 
for our next preview. Uh, unsurprisingly, Josh Allen, another drubbing uh, this time at the ten- hands of Ted's Hot Dogs. They beat him 91-9. to Josh Allen, his uh, that was his smallest margin of victory uh, at 91-9. He beat first spring happy hour 96-4. to And beef on Weck uh, in general, 95-5 to prior wow. to beating up on Ted's Hot Dogs. So yeah. that's one of those things where – I, I, I'm almost having a hard time believing it's it's that close um, <laughs> with it, with Josh Allen's approval rating being about as high as it's ever been um, coming off of a playoff performance like he had last year. He obviously would have loved to see the team move on a little bit further, uh, but he is, he is definitely a championship contender, uh, to say the least. Uh, this time going up against Bar Bill, who gets it done uh, against Great Place to Raise a Family, um, you know, of a 67-33 uh, win for Bar Bill, and they're heading into the Josh Allen buzzsaw. Not not a whole lot to talk about here. I, I think it's maybe the one point is that Josh Allen's favorite wing place, notably, is Bar Bill Tavern, um, which probably doesn't make the uh, you know make things any sweeter for Bar Bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, do is there any scenario, you know, ethically <laughs> where you see Josh Allen not getting past Bar Bill? No chance. No, I mean it's. It, I think the thing, the question we're asking ourselves right now is how much does Josh Allen win by um, in this matchup? Can he get into the nineties again? Uh, it's a, you know people think you know Barbell is you know the best wings in Buffalo or Western New York, and I think what everyone really wants though in this bracket, you're seeing a lot of comments is people want to see the Josh Allen RJ final. That'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, RJ has got to deal with the Seneca police, so. Uh, but yeah, I think I think that's the real thing, maniac. Here is how much does Josh Allen win by against Barbell? Yeah, he's gonna run him over. By the way, Josh Allen saying Barbell is his favorite wing. Like honestly, and I'm not trying to villainize Josh Allen because it's like impossible to do. But how many wings has he had around Buffalo? Is he really like well traveled? I mean, let's face it, he's going out to Cali and throwing in the fields there when he can, and he's coming in for the season. He's probably having like pomegranate smoothies and protein bars like every day. And when he's on his way. The Chef Darian diet. And Chef Darian as well. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, and breakfast breakfast for dinner whenever Chef Darian wants to fix it. So I'll use the extra 20 seconds I got here to talk about this region. The other region with the West Seneca Police, Rusty Nickel Brewing was literally rallying for the West Seneca Police, but didn't rally at all for local breweries. This just drives me nuts at the mania of the Buffalo bracket. They were popping off for the West Seneca Police. And then I go down here. I go, eyes, they're getting crushed. They didn't pop up once for it. They're just, and I mean, again, I'm saying no accountability there. And I know it's each their own with the opinions. But I just had to point that out. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah, that was really funny. And I saw, I saw the interaction from Rusty Nickel. And then I, the first thing I did as well, Maniac was like, all right, so maybe they, maybe they threw a retweet for local breweries. Nope. I guess, uh, the, you know, not as much continuity between the breweries. I, I wouldn't say the breweries it's necessarily a competition, you know, online and nobody's interacting with it because nobody wants to succeed. The first year we did the Buffalo bracket, we had big ditch go up against resurgence. And I think one of the two breweries commented on it where it's like, Oh, you know, it was like, a, Oh, like, well, we, oh, we don't want to compete. We, you know, we just all want everybody to enjoy good beer in Buffalo. Like some, something along those lines where it was like, Oh, okay. Okay. I get it. And I figured with the same sentiment, you know, maybe that would have carried over to them being a one seed, but, you know, that was, it was yet another one seed that fell and 
you know, as we get down here to the Southern Tier region, we'll get to our other one seed that fell. This time, good neighbors going down to Brother Bill Game Day videos. Uh, Brother Bill, you know, with a pretty pretty handsome lead throughout the uh, throughout the polling. Uh, never quite close. A lot of people, uh, you know, noting that Brother Bill is a, a good neighbor himself. He's a gooder neighbor. Um, I believe was a quote that I had seen on a tweet from uh, Bachelor Insider. So, you know, Brother Bill gets it done, gets to an elite eight, you know, a true Cinderella run here in his first year. He's he, he's he's channeling his inner Howard Simon, uh, but maybe hoping to go a little bit further than Howard this year uh, as he, he you know, he's a hopeful for the final four going up against two seated Wegmans. Uh, this was actually kind of a shocker to me, and I'll, I'll kick it over to you guys for your take. Wegman's beat up pretty handily on Sabres Twitter, and especially for something that we've seen, you know, some comments coming through, um, you know, not, not just from our own Ty B, but from others as well, saying Wegman's isn't a, isn't a Buffalo thing. Wegman's has made it to the Elite Eight, I think at least in three of the, in all three of the Buffalo brackets they've been a part of. Um, so saying that they're not a Buffalo thing, like I get how they could be construed as more Rochester. But you know they're 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 proving their worth in the Buffalo bracket. They they mm. they slid right in to the Elite Eight this year, making light work of Sabres Twitter, which was absolutely on fire with with these past couple of weeks of hockey and RJ night. Al, what what are you seeing here? I, could you believe Sabres Twitter going down like they did? Is it just me or are Chicken Wings struggling this year? Because look at this: you had Sabres Twitter knock off Gabriel's Gate which is what? Known for their wings. People go there for their wings. And then you see, obviously, wings lose on the other side of the bracket. That's what's crazy to me. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, you'd you think right now during what's going on with the Buffalo Sabres, uh, you'd think they'd make it a little bit closer against against Wegmans. But no, now you got Wegmans against Brother Bill in the Battle of Rochester in the Southern Tier region. So, uh, I mean, I, here... You got it. I'm going to roll with the social media. I think Brother Bill's going to get it done and pull off another upset. Yep. I agree. Yeah, I think what are your thoughts second, here? I think for the second time or the second consecutive year, Wegmans will fall to a Bills Mafia entity in the Elite Eight after last year falling to Howard Fix the Bills. This year, they will fall to Brother Bill uh, pregame. It was unfortunate. It was a good run for Wegmans. Back-to-back Elite Eight runs, nothing to shake your head at. No, definitely not. Definitely not, especially for a, uh, a Rochester thing. You know, Wegmans cruising its way into the Elite Eight, but going up against another tough Bills Mafia opponent, as you said, Maniac. So I think with uh, with with this Southern Tier region, um, you know, much like everything else, we're seeing that it's sports dominated really, you know, short of the transit drive-in um, as I struggled to get this zoomed out give you a, a full look at what the elite eight looks like um again rick generet going up against west seneca police twitter that's going to be a very very tough matchup for both teams um same thing with transit driving over summer weather i i i, I don't know if it, if summer weather had what it took to get past loganberry and we've seen crazier things in the buffalo bracket i think that they're going to give transit driving a run for their money um and transit driving whether it's west seneca police twitter or rick generet if they do get past summertime weather, their road to the championship to repeat as Buffalo bracket champions is going to be about as tough as any. Um, yep. I see, you know, personally, 
Josh Allen cruising his way into the championship out of the right-hand side of the bracket. Um, but Brother Bill, you know, anything could happen. He is – I know, Maniac, you had mentioned transit drive-in West Seneca Police Twitter having very strong social media presences. You know, you got to give the nod to Brother Bill and the strength that he's shown in terms of his reach and his engagement uh, as well, you know, as that third, you know, juggernaut on social media, at least in the Buffalo bracket this year. Because um, he, you know, at a flip of a switch, he could change voting, you know, foot poles one way, have him going his way. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if he can get past Allen. I think, you know, much like everyone else, I don't know how you guys feel, but I'm really rooting for an RJ Josh Allen final. Um, you know, the past versus the future, see what people enjoy more. But just like anything with the bracket, you know, it's going to be tough to see what goes down. So, Maniac, I, I, with things shaking out as they are in the Elite Eight, who do you have going to the Final Four? I, I have Josh Allen versus Brother Bill, and I have – uh, let's see, Rick Jenneret against the transit driving. So those would be some, some very juicy matchups. Brother Bill has said this entire time that his dream in this bracket is to make the final four and then lose to Josh Allen a hundred to zero. Um, so it'd be very interesting to see if dreams really do come true here in the Buffalo bracket, but I hate to say it and I hate to be a hater. No transit driving this year. I'm, I'm, I'm on the same way. Anyone but the drive-in winning this thing. Um, and I have the same final four. Really, honestly, it should, it should be Brother Bill, Josh Allen. That's a great – that's the matchup people want to see. And then same thing, people want to see RJ get it get it done against or, – or go against Josh Allen in the championship. But, hey, I think RJ's in for a really tough matchup. I, I don't I don't care if it starts off 85-15. I mean, they showed what they could do against a 1C like chicken wing. So, uh, but, yeah, RJ, drive-in, Allen, Brother Bill. Wow. And there you have it. So again, the Elite Eight, uh, we're we're teeing it up. It starts tomorrow. Uh, should be around lunchtime when the first poll goes off. I believe it's going to be uh, Josh Allen versus Bar Bill as the uh, first matchup. Uh, and then we're going to have Transit Driving versus Summer Weather. Those will be the two matchups going live tomorrow. Uh, the day following, it's going to be uh, Brother Bill game day videos versus Wegmans, and then rounding it out with RJ. Versus West Seneca Police Twitter. So keep it locked on Trainwreck. Uh, you know, all the voting will take place on Twitter, but we'll have links going over from Instagram, for example, over to Twitter for each poll. Um, you know, it's been the, the votership and the engagement this year has been tremendous. So, you know, I'm hoping with these great matchups that we have going down the stretch in the Elite Eight, you know, the Final Four and the championship, we have, you know, about 10 days left in the Buffalo bracket. So plenty of time to cast those votes, to get your takes in known to enjoy ultimately the outcome. So big shout out to the train and uh, all the loyal passengers for getting involved with the bracket this year. Yeah. Uh, with and, that being said. Oh, I was going to say, Dale? shout out to you. Shout out to DJ Supreme. I was going to say, there's no bracket without DJ Supreme. Exactly. So th- yeah. hey, thank hey, you, DJ Supreme. It. Seriously. It's, uh, hey, it's uh, being the commissioner, it, 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 it has some perks. You know, there are some challenges to it. Um, but it's a, it's a lot of fun. I mean, getting the engagement, seeing how everyone feels. And, you know, everyone in Buffalo is so passionate about what they love. And there's so many, you know, there's not just 68 great things about Buffalo. As everybody tells us each year, you know, there's always some some people who feel like they're snubbed in terms of what the bu- best things in Buffalo have to offer. So, 
it's really great to see all the passionate fans and followers that we have of Trainwreck Sports getting involved, you know, both old and new. We've had, a, you know, a, a tremendous amount of new followers coming in because of some of these new teams this year, like West Seneca Police, Brother Bill, Transit Drive-In. And, yeah, whether you're new or old, welcome to the train. And this train never stops. Uh, however, unfortunately for me, I do stop, uh, at least on Trainwreck tonight, 239, the uh, April Madness edition, because uh, I guess I got to give an early shout out to my old man, uh, Buffalo Bob. It's his birthday today. Just wanted to give a, a shout out to the loyal day one supporter of the train. Yes. Cheers to him. Um, I know he's been asking me every day, texting me, wanting to get updates. He doesn't have Twitter, so I got to send him screenshots of, you know, he wants to know what the action is going on. But a uh, hey, big shout out to him. Big birthday, and I know he's going to be enjoying the Masters a whole lot. So, you know, this upcoming weekend. So, boys, with that being said, good night now for me. But hope you have a good rest of the show. Thanks, Supreme. Happy birthday, Buffalo Bob. Happy birthday, Bob. All right, Amini. <clears throat> it's Championship Monday. Kansas minus four against UNC. I'd like to hear your take on this game. What are you feeling? Uh, I like the under and Kansas money line would be my take. What about you? Yeah, I'm on Kansas as well. Um, I guess I'm a little biased because I have some some more futures tied with them. But, um, you know, on, on Final Four night, I had Kansas, Duke, money line parlay. That did not hit. I just feel like Saturday night was North Carolina's championship. That was their title game. 100%. Like, like I'm not even going to say, like, I don't want to sound crazier. Like this game doesn't mean anything to them, but like, how do you, I mean, they, they left everything on the and, floor. And Baycock got hurt at the end, like a little extra flare up there. What's up with him? Is he okay though? It seems like he's going to play. I mean, at the very least, but I mean, you got a question if he's hundred percent and Kansas has so much size. I feel like. That's what I'm saying. Like Kansas literally coasted to that victory and they got to go home. They got to rest. They got that was, to But that was the thing that that's what makes it so impressive to me was like, Villanova really was coming on there though, but like they just couldn't get over the hump because Kansas was so good. It felt like. Yeah, I mean, I love. I mean, if I'm, if I'm a better out there, Kansas minus four. I really think they 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 should definitely win this game. You know, I think by at least five to ten points. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's I, I, you just got to expect somewhat of a letdown from North Carolina. You're playing Kansas, like it's like who cares? Like you you just knocked off Duke for the second straight time. In less than a month, and on Coach K's last game, that's that. That is their net. That is their title. They won that, so yes, we'll see. And, Coach K's uh, gone. What do you think they, about him shaking hands and one player shaking hands, then nobody else on Duke shaking hands? Really? Yeah, I must have missed that. It kind of kind of did get swept under the radar. Yeah, I definitely did miss that. We had our live stream on Saturday. A lot of fun, just like yep. anything train wreck. It was a, it was just as much. You know, we want to knock it out of the park. It was a learning experience, too. So it's always yep. about getting better. I think we learned some tricks and tactics for next time around. Yep. And, uh, um, you know, with that said, though, I think we delivered, obviously. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'm talking my our side, plain yeah. and simple. But, uh, yeah, and obviously part of that is, is Studio D. We were talking about it, uh, getting that fully locked and loaded in the uh, studio level for uh, some watch-along. So with that said, before we sign off tonight – We'll obviously be watching along some Masters. Who are you taking this week? Oh, my gosh, Maniac. Speaking of that, I was just looking at another tweet. I mean, it's so funny. You go back into the end of last week, you got people tracking Tiger's jet. 
seeing where he's <laughs> at. Well, last week was amazing. It really was. Like you'll not. Like, I, 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 I forgot who I texted this morning. I'm like, no one's gonna be tracking John Rahm's plane in 20 years. Nobody will be tracking anybody's playing. That's why it's absurd. No, it's think about what. Think about how sassy and like sissy all like the golfers are. I mean, I don't mean to say it, but like that's the only storyline that ever gets brought up to him is you know Bryson doesn't like the name he's being called, or like Brooks doesn't like you know being yeah. called Bryson. Like you would never get that with Tiger because it's all focused on winning. Exactly. And uh, someone just put out a tweet: Dan Rappaport, uh, four fifty-five, back from watching Tiger. His ball speed is in the low one seventies. Can get it to one seventy-six. When he cranks it, short game looks exceptional, drawing chips, cutting chips, etc. Miss is a pull when his body gets slow. My read, barring any last-minute change, he's playing. Full story coming. I, I mean, you got to think, if Tiger Woods is playing, he thinks he can win it. There's no way he's he's doing this to, like, what, miss the cut? I mean, come on. Tiger is so much of a competitor and looks at himself in such a different esteem than everybody else that he's not putting himself out there just to do it and appease everybody and look like an asshole. Like, he's playing because he thinks he can, like, compete. I know he's saying, he's said very clearly that he, like, was not expecting to win. He didn't say so many words, but, you know, he kind of alluded to it. Like, he he talked about playing on tour, right? Like, that was the level he wanted to get to. I think that's the level it sounds like he's at. Everyone who's seen him says he's tremendous. Obviously, let's face it, if you put out a tweet that's like, I watched Tiger's practice round, it was dog shit. Like, you're not going to get a lot of action out of the tweet. But... It's a lot more fun to just be hyped. Yeah. Oh my God. If he's if he's teeing off Thursday morning, I mean the golf world is going to be in a frenzy. Uh, I'm so excited. Is he down from sixty six to one, or or what is he at? Is he still there? I saw. Uh, so the creek had him at sixty to one, and I think DraftKings bumped him down to forty five. Uh, yeah. DraftKings is still at Tiger at forty five to one. So okay. Pretty crazy. Obviously, John Rahm, the favorite at 9-1, to one, and then followed by JT. Scotty Scheffler after his hot Q1, and then Cam Smith. So, and then DJ. They've got him at 51-1 to one at the creek now. 51? 50-1, yeah. Oh, so they moved him. Okay, so he went from 60 to that's, 50. That, that's some movement. For, yeah. That's about as much pre-tournament movement as you're going to get on anything. Like, because yeah. everybody else is pretty much set in stone. Yep. Yep. And I mean... No, I'm just, yeah, I'm super excited. But to win, other than Tiger, you know, some people that I've been looking at, I mean, from a favorite perspective, Cam Smith has played well here. He really has. He hasn't won it, but I do like Cam Smith from a favorite perspective. Um, You know, going down the line. You know who's got a really good number, has won a major, hasn't been playing well, but, like, his name is up there. Morikawa. Yeah. No, I know. Like, he, like I'm looking at him here in the top 10, like, or top 12 or whatever. Like, and again, like, I haven't heard, I haven't heard his name or seen him on a leaderboard in, like, two months. Yeah. Yep. He's sitting at 20 to 1 on DraftKings. You can get him at 2 to 1 odds to finish top 10. Um, no, I do like that maniac. I, I'll definitely sprinkle some Morikawa, for sure. Golf is fun, just because these odds are always long, and then... I mean, you're, you're, so what, so tell me about these spawn tickets and you had spawn in your Thursday tweet. Did you not? Oh yes. So I have a, I have a a golf guy that sends his plays every Wednesday. So just to give myself some action for the weekend, um, I tell all his picks every single time. And typically though, uh, I I'm using my, my system here where 
I will mostly parlay them with the Bills as well. Because I mean, I could literally just parlay, you know, a dollar, two, three dollars, and if one yeah, of those- you're, you're you're making all of these basically the minute like Woodland, you're making a hundred and fifty to one with a Bills parlay or whatever. It's, so it's, yeah. Exactly. So it just makes it fun. It gives you some action through the weekend. And yeah, his last pick was fun. And yeah, it's, it's really incredible. It's it's fun to see that um, and have the guy come back. I know you were on Hostel, I believe, the last day. I know Bo was up there too uh, late. But yeah, no, pretty cool to see Spawn. And I, I shared I, those tickets yesterday. I've watched enough golf now. I really hadn't until this later last year or whatever. But nothing is ever in place until at least, like, everybody is through, like, 12 holes on the final round. I've watched enough to where there are so many times, and it's so nerve-wracking, and every shot is so important. Then you get a bogey here and a double there and a birdie there, and and things switch so much. I mean, like, yeah, you're right. Hosler was – he had a lot of momentum. Uh, and I forget, I mean, but at the same time, he was, he was literally hitting it all over the course. He was like scrambling when he was making stuff up. Yep. So, yep. um, there was never any reason to really be confident. And then eventually he just got bit with a double and then he was yep. gone. Yeah. And Spawn, I, yeah. But that's incredible. I don't care who you are. When you hit 125 to one. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I, the tweet was out pre-tournament or right, or right when the tournament started. Exactly. So, <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I forgot your, your little, your little, uh, game time decision tweets. Oh, yeah, but now it's fun because you can still, you know, we can bet live. You know what I mean? And we can do that now. So I agree. I agree. The, the the perception around it all changes. Everybody has a portal to bet it five minutes later. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, my grind, you know, for the rest of this spring and summer is, you know, hopefully develop some solid uh, NHL Stanley Cup futures with the Bills. And I'm going to be grinding for the, ne- for, yeah, for the next six, seven months to really, I mean, when you look at the Bills and the window that they're in right now, the time is now with this roster. Um, you know, the defense is only going to get older. There's, there's some contracts there, obviously, with like um, Hyde, Employer. This is the year um, for sure. They're going to be getting hit by everything in in next year. And uh, yeah, Hyde, exactly. He said Hyde, Employer. You don't know what's going on with either of them uh, two years in the future. So this this is it. This is and, it. And, and you hate to say it too, Maniac, but Diggs. I, oh, I, yeah. No, there's a very strong chance that this is Diggs last year on the Bills. Uh, yeah. And we're not breaking news. It's like the wide receiver, 31 years old numbers, things like that. Yep. You're yep. just going to have to balance the roster. That's what happens when you have, for the first time in you know Buffalo history, like a quarterback yep. that's draining the salary cap like he is. Exactly. Right and, and I'm going to say it so I'm blue in the face. You want to go win the Super Bowl. You want to go to the Super Bowl. Get the goddamn one seed. Make yeah. that make that AFC West team come to Buffalo to go to the Super Bowl, and you're going to go. That's it. The, that's the, the wind, the wind outside is 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 the it's it's a very underrated. Advantage. It's not the snow. It's not yeah. like that. It's being able to throw in the wind. Exactly. And I'm telling you right now, they had no excuses, dude. Let the no AFC excuses. West beat up on each other all season long. Roll through the East, hopefully, and get that one seed, and then you give yourself another game of rest. You get a bye week. It's crucial. So, but yeah, that's why I'm going all in this year. All in this year. So Okay. All in. Let's yep. do it. We are all in. Make sure you're all in. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch for Trainwreck. Make sure you're following the Buffalo Bracket down the stretch. We got Masters coverage this weekend. Are we going to be, uh, by the way, shout out uh, on our way out here, um, Johnny Laz, his picks debuting in uh, about 15 minutes here. How cool is that? Danger Zone. Great How video cool. today, and yeah. uh, and we'll also have uh, maybe one or two others making their train wreck debuts next week. Nico, 
little golf action. So yeah. uh, keep an eye yeah. out. Keep an eye out. Yep. But uh, obviously, always great to keep this train rolling. Huge shout out to Supreme. Huge shout out to the Buffalo Bracket. Huge shout out to yep. Degenerate Ale. Huge shout out to our Elite Eight. Huge shout out to you. I think it's time now for everybody yep. to have a good, good. night. Bye. Now.